Hi, I'm Lady Ganja. And I'm the Midwest Canna Queen. Learn with us as we tackle challenges faced by marketing and branding teams in the cannabis industry. And laugh alongside us as we puff, puff, pass. We are the Devil's Lettuce Ladies. <laughs> Deep breath in and a deep breath out. We've made it to Thursday and I got back from a very long road trip and it made me want to ask you at this time of the year heading into April, how does it make you nostalgic? Mm, The holidays, they approach us. Everyone gets nostalgic. Gather around, you children, and listen to the tales of 420s (laughs) before. (laughs) That's the best time of the year. What can I say? Like, it's just, you can't hear the, like, two numbers, 69 and 420. Like, try to say that without smiling. You can't. 100% true. Well, I was at the restaurant that our name originated from last night. Yes, and you were. I told him all about it. <laughs> I I was like the mom showing off her kids. I literally pulled up the <laughs> website for him. So that happened. A little oh awkward. God. We don't really know each other. <laughs> Can we recap how this happened? Um how how we came to be the devil's lettuce ladies. Yes. Do you want to tell it? <laughs> I, I mean, I have what happened in my head, so I'm curious to see, like, what happened in your head. Okay. So we're working with a local restaurant um, on a receipt swap for the um, dispensaries that we work for. And if you've ever been to Muskegon, you've probably heard of Hamburger Mikey's. Um, amazing, like, cult following. Everyone in Muskegon knows them. Great burgers. So we go in there to get pictures <laughs> of this special fry that he's made for this receipt swap. And, um, you know, we go over and we're trying to find a table and super busy. Because, of course, we decide to go at lunchtime. Of course. And everyone in Muskegon everybody is there. Everybody in Muskegon is there. It's a <laughs> fucking party. It's a party. And so we're kind of like in the corner doing our own thing, kind of waiting for our food. And then I, notice the um is he the owner or is he the he's the owner just the manager came and talked to us the owner okay tim he i heard him kind of whisper but it wasn't a whisper it was like a a, you know he said it within earshot and he's like hey it's the devil's lettuce ladies (laughs) and then like pointed to us and we were just looked at each other we were like that's that's us (laughs) so Yes, that is basically how I remember it, but I'm going to paint a little bit clearer picture of we sat throughout lunch because we were there to do this photo shoot and stuff and and we didn't want to interrupt his business just as we wouldn't, you know, so we're like back burner, like we'll, we'll talk to you once the rush is over. So it took a long time because, and then when we did get it, it, there were still people in there, but it had cleared out a little bit. And you are taking all of these pictures and stuff like that. And and he bring he wants us to eat it and, and whatnot. And it's a it's this fry that it's got some odd odd toppings on it and stuff, but mm-hmm. great fr- nothing I would pair with it or whatever. But mm-hmm. anyways, you're right. So then he's like kind of joking and 
we're probably talking about getting high and eating these fries or something. And then he does, he was walking away. And I just remember him. He like slapped the guy on the back. He's like, Hey, you see that over there? It's the devil's lettuce ladies. <laughs> and yeah, we like died and we have, we literally for a year have just sat on this name, never wanting to say it out loud. Cause we were like, that's such a great name. Somebody will steal it. <laughs> 100%. While, yeah. while we marinated on this little adventure so yeah and then we finally had the guts to do it and here we are <laughs> and it's episode what episode is this five five holy crap and still very nostalgic because it's 420 time it's very fun it's 420 this will come out on april 13th so you know get your pre pre-holidays festivities and figure out what you're doing and what deals you're going after and what dispensaries you're going to hit. And it's just, it's the best time of the year. That's for the consumer. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, I forgot we're marketers and we don't get to enjoy it. (laughs) Right. Back to like what I said prior, you know, we've been planning for months, but like I was, I was on the road this week. I was at all the stores, um, getting prepping, and I get so much energy from the bud tenders and they're so excited and showing them what we're doing for 420. And, you know, like I said, the, the one bud tender, he's like, wow, this is so legit. And I'm like, we're growing up. Like, <laughs> you we just have a deck with, you know, everything in it ready yeah. to go. You see the evolution of what where we've come over the past few years of like the marketing and how much it's matured and it's really exciting and I can't wait. So, yeah, there's definitely a buzz of energy in the air right now. And it's just an exciting time. It's like Christmas for stoners. And it's it's fun to, you know, we come up with a theme every year, which is my favorite part because I get to, you know, help bring this theme to life and just seeing it play out in all of our materials and the swag and, you know, all that stuff is just so fun. And I can't wait for people to see it. So, right. Happy 420, everyone. Happy 420. I think that's part of it as as marketers, like the great, you know, obviously people want to see deals and they want to see stuff like that. But I think we are looking for, we're trying, we don't care about the deals. We're trying to have an experience that day. Exactly. And like a limited edition experience that like you only get once a year. It's the holiday. It's very exciting. I do love it. I will complain a lot about it. I'll be very tired. (laughs) But fuck, this is when I realized, like, this is my favorite job of all time. (laughs) Yes. That's great. When you were, like, before you worked in the cannabis industry, did you, like, celebrate 420 with your friends? I can tell you a great fucking fantastic 420 story from college if you want it. I want it. Okay. (laughs) Here's the scene. Uh, (laughs) I was a sophomore. My brother was a freshman. Um, and we had a friend that his parents had a lake house at Monroe. We were at Ball State. He had a lake house at Monroe and it was 420 weekend. Mm -hmm. It was also little five at IU. And so you would always go to little five usually and whatnot, but yes, best time of the year. Um, and I, me and a couple of our, my girlfriends, we hung out with one fraternity and my brother was pledging said fraternity and it was his fraternity brother's house that we were all at. And so we decide we're not 21 yet. Everybody's going to get arrested at little five. <laughs> we should go to the lake house and celebrate 420 instead. So 
it's like a caravan down in the i will never forget this is so amazing because lately or the past few years 420 it's been like snowing and terrible weather this 420 it was like fucking 70 degrees it was warm we're on a lake you have spring fever like we were living our best 20 year old lives without knowing what the fuck the future held um so anyway whole weekend event and some i went to little five the next day so like we make it over the one night we're partying all night whatever and i didn't really drink i always smoked and Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i went to little five that next day and just hung out with my friends came back because it's like 30 minutes away um another guy he went down to thunder over louisville i don't know if you know what that was it was like a fireworks show that they do i don't know if they still do it but that was like his tradition to do it but we all decide fuck it we're all going to come back and we're going to meet at the house 420 we're going to party it's going to be great and now people know that we're there and so there's a lot more and when i say a lot maybe like 18 people are at this house 15 20 people your closest friends in college and (laughs) um music's going whatnot and i remember at one point somebody jumping in the lake and it was loud and we're like that's not gonna fare well but most of these (laughs) places are empty but you know there's a few people that live there year round and you're like this is really loud and it's like one in the morning and you're probably underage (laughs) that's why i wasn't at little five because i wasn't 21 (laughs) and i was sitting in the front seat of my car so i'm pulled into this driveway i'm sitting in the front seat of my car with like my best bud and we're just chatting and i'm rolling a joint because we're not driving it was just like let's go somewhere quiet roll a joint (laughs) we're gonna chat whatever i'm rolling this joint and i look up in the rear of your mirror and i see a cop behind me walking up to the house and i'm like rolling this joint and i slide under your seat (laughs) literally i go jay (laughs) like we got a problem And we did. We like slid down. There was people all over. And then you can start seeing people dispersing oh, and whatnot. God. This goes on like this. I could tell this story for three hours oh, and I God. won't. But <laughs> needless to say, we end up in one another car with more people. Then we get caught. They line us all up sitting down in this kitchen. Oh, my God. Some people are putting pennies in their mouth because they hear if you have pennies in your mouth, you'll both blow a triple zero. Oh, my God. Another group is putting peanut butter in their mouth. <laughs> Shit's wild. And <laughs> they basically just start calling us up. Now, these they're like these old timer sheriffs. And they think this is hilarious like they we just got busted we're not doing it you know we're at a house nobody's driving like yeah they were i think back now of quite like how lucky we were and it has shaped it has shaped so much of the way that i feel about things because of like the way that night went down but um we (laughs) they line everybody up they make everybody you know like give them breathalyzers at the time my brother is sitting at the love seat in front of this living room table and i i forgot but he is casually just brushing weed and seeds and stems because it was the 90s 2000s yeah that was some (laughs) dirt weed i'm sure afro man's playing in the background everyone's eating pennies (laughs) everybody's eating pennies (laughs) and everybody got arrested besides myself and two other people because i didn't drink i smoked a ton of weed it was 420 your first kids don't drink just do the drugs smoke (laughs) a joint man (laughs) 
So my brother gets arrested. My best girlfriend gets arrested. And at the time, this is, I mean, literally, we're writing the house landline phone number on their arm to call us when they get out for us to go pick them up from jail. Oh, my God. Everything. Yeah. They all had to go to, like, they all had to go to court together. They were all in court on the same day and everybody got diversion and whatever. Oh, my God. It was insane. It, it was a wild party. That's my 420 part. I mean, you can, it's really hard to come off of that at 20. <laughs> That's you got so lucky holy crap i know that's amazing this is a great story it's very fun last year's 420 blue this year's 420 i'm getting lit so let's do it what do you have a 420 story um oh i have a funny story that is 420 adjacent um so 420 is my husband and i's anniversary of when we started dating but we just picked How did that. I not know this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we kind of just picked that date though because we didn't remember like when we actually started dating, and we just thought it would be funny and very memorable if it was 420. Obviously, you're never gonna forget that. Right. And at some point uh in the past eight years, I put anniversary bang sesh in capital <laughs> letters as an event on my <laughs> iCloud calendar. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck that up. Okay. Um, and I was talking with a coworker, a male coworker of mine recently, and we were looking at the calendar, planning for 20 oh, no. stuff. Oh no. And you just see on April 20th anniversary bang sesh <laughs> in capital letters. Dead. I am dead. I was like, oh my god. I cannot god. wait for you to tell me who saw that. <laughs> um yeah so hopefully hr doesn't call me soon because because your calendar has bang sesh on it yeah amazing yeah so thank you so much for that anyway i really wanted to hear that (laughs) happy holidays happy holidays okay should we do our intro (laughs) should we start this podcast start this fucking thing hi there i'm lady ganja i'm the midwest canna queen and today's episode uh will be all about ai and marketing but before that what you smoking this week what am i smoking this week dd420 dd420 again with the 420 theme we're just riding that wave man that's awesome never giving up yeah so you're smoking dd420 too aren't you I am. And I am really excited about this flavor profile. This is DD420 by High Minded is a new strain that is dropping um, April 1st. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll be around Michigan. First of all, the plant itself is beautiful. It is so super frosty. It's got lots of orange pistoly hairs coming out. It's, it's just a beautiful, um, unique plant. Um, its genetics are uh, Falcon 9, Grease Monkey, and Girl Scout Cookies, which I know that you love, Midwest Canna Queen. That I do. That is your jam. Yeah. So it's um, it's kind of peppery. Um, it's definitely like I the first time I smoked it, I smoked it out of my packs, as always. The best way to get that, you know, first flavor and usually the packs, like, because it's a va- drier vaporizer, it doesn't smell that strongly. Right. My entire house smelled like a gas station. I remember you texting me that. I was like, holy shit, this is dank. Yeah, that's awesome. Super dank. Love um, to hear it. So it's very gassy if you're into that. it's It's got a peppery kind of kick to it. It's real skunky, like, you know, real 
real, real good flavor profile. It's kind of that, um, kind of probably similar to what I really like, which is caryophylline and limonene, that combination. I really like, um, the top terpene in DD420 is limonene, but caryophylline, um, I believe is the second, um, highest terp in there. Um, it is a 24 percenter, so it's, it's pretty high THC. Um, but it didn't like, it made me feel pretty like creative and just like awake and energized. So I didn't feel like wired or anxious or anything like that. Right. Um, it was, it was a good buzz. Um, I like it. It's, it's another one of those strains that I feel like you can go either way. I, it's not going to get me couch locked. Um, but yet I can relax on it, but also it's a relaxed energy kind of it's very hard to describe it's my favorite high so Mm -hmm. it's very chill right yeah and it's funny because when I think of chill as an effect it automatically makes me feel like it's sleepy and that's not at all what it is it's it's exactly that it's you're chilling I'm vibing it's just as the kids would say (laughs) we vibing yeah that's that's what I'm told all the time we vibing it's a whole ass vibe that's Um, it let me read you the description here So the description of DD420, it's high time to pop smoke. This peppery powerhouse hybrid is not for the faint of heart. It's for the warriors. We pump the gas on this bud so you can hit the brakes. With this bag, you're officially relieved from your duties. And um, as you can probably tell, this sounds, you know, like it's geared towards a military audience. Um, And this is actually a strain um, that will be giving back to veterans, which is really cool. Amazing. Yes. You want to talk more about that? Sure. So pretty neat because High Minded um, does a strain specific philanthropy strain right now. It's quarterly. Um, this is the second one they're doing. The first one was Crush OG for breast cancer. Yep. And now this one's DD420. And I know that there's two more that are coming out. Pretty nifty thing that they're doing i think it's a very big differentiator in the market everybody talks about give back and i know that there is give back but this is extremely intentional and um working with employees in the company that go through things so whether it be cancer leukemia um or veterans um sitting down with them and talking about the strain and or talking about the strain that they want. So you, that like when the group, whatever it's for, they get to pick their favorite strain. And then it's what strains we, you know, high minded has, and then it gets renamed. So while it is DD420, it's actually um, Apes, Apes in, in space. space. But during this one run, because this run now will be donated to 92 for 22. So a portion of the proceeds of the bag will go to that. It's a hype bag. So it's not the normal bag that is in high minded. Um, they design, you know, you design a special bag, which I got to say that the branding and like the marketing of it's pretty fucking killer. This all sounds really nice. I, I mean, one of the, it's like the best marketing duo in Michigan. <laughs> I mean, who could, who could that be? I don't know. But I, think, I hope I meet them one day. Yeah. I think we've all smoked too much weed because we know that it's us. It's us. <laughs> We're the ones that did it. We did it. Well, we had a lot of help. 
from people on our team too. But yes. <laughs> Obby. Yes. And I just wanted to point out too that the organization that High Money will be giving back to is a local organization. So you know that money is going right back into the community. It is going to help veterans in Michigan, which is so awesome. Um, it's it's all around a win-win. Like it's it's just it a great um, integrated campaign and um, feel very strongly about, you know, using hype for good. Right. And instead of just, you know, a flashy bag and, you know, a D-list celebrity promoting it, like we're giving back to the community. And I think that's that's really cool. I love it. And, you know, the backstory of it really is came from my cancer diagnosis, which talking about being nostalgic, you know, it's been a year. So that all started a year ago. So wild. This whole philanthropy thing has been a year in the making, in all honesty, because shit, it was like two weeks after finding out that we got the idea for this and mm-hmm. um, kind of joking at the time of like, I don't want any hoopla around this. I'm just going to work and get through it. And I was like, but I do <laughs> want a weed strain named after me, NBD. <laughs> and so and you're like, say no more. Let's yeah. do it. And then like uh, two weeks later, I was like, so back to that strain name. <laughs> I think... I actually could do some good with it. So, you know, and and our boss, I think, had the same thought at the same time and whatnot. But obviously, I think he was a little worried, like, this is your story to tell. Right. <laughs> so anyway, that was an interesting first run. You know, my favorite strain was Zookies. It was great, whatever. And in that time frame now that we've had between Crush OG and then DD420, we've upped the game so much, I think. Yes. We learn from the first round and we're just building upon it and making it better and better. One of, I think for me, it's a great strain. It's a great smoke. For me, the meeting that we had to plan out DD420 is going to go down as one of my favorite meetings of all time. Yes. You want to like say how we came up with the name? Well, in general, like bringing our veterans together was just interesting. And like we're asking questions because we're trying to build like trying to find the voice of how this is going to go in this campaign and where are we how are we thinking and as we're brainstorming it's helping you come up with the design and then for me it's me forming how we're going to tell the story of this strain and we ask for them to like give us buzzwords and stuff like that and at the beginning for me the best part was watching them all who had served in different areas but when they would say something, they all knew it. And everybody like on that vi- that call, just like shaking their heads. And there was just yeah. a ton of energy in it. But then finding out about the document, the DD-214. Mm-hmm. Um, so asking like for these buzzwords or for what makes you think of it or whatnot. And somebody said DD-214 or 214. And then they're all shaking their heads. And then we had the one... Um, Bud Tender, he's like, oh, yeah, when I got that, he's like, as soon as I got it, I just rolled it up and I smoked a joint with it. <laughs> and everybody lost it on the call. Like, I, it was amazing. They all knew, too. Like, that's their, that's your, like, ticket to, like, the government does not own you anymore. And just to roll a joint on that, like, that is the ultimate, like, yeah. goodbye. Peace. <laughs> and just I loved the reaction of everybody and we like knew it then there was no even more discussion it was well now it's dd420 that's it so great um name it's one of the most fun things we do because um 
we love marketing for cannabis and stuff, but we've said numerous times about like having a passion for what you do. Or like when we were talking last week about influencers and they're just ahead or whatever, this to me is, this isn't just a strain. This means something, this means something to the people I work next to. It helps them give back. You know, it's our company giving back. It's, 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 it needs, there needs to be more of it. And I love it. Yes, me too. I'm so happy to be a part of it. And um, personally, I'm just, I'm really proud of this, this whole brand, the DD420 brand, like the bag is really fun. Like everything came together so well and um, it's going to look really cool. So yeah. I can't wait to, to share more. We'll post pictures on our Instagram and um, yeah, follow at highminded underscore Canna and keep track of DD420 and everything else they do. And also, I mean, honestly, those that marketing team. <laughs> I say all the things they do, all the things that we do. <laughs> they're just fucking those gals, man. They're just fucking killing those it. Those devil's lettuce ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that um, it's time to hear our ideas. And I think we're going to investigate some some I, I feel like I I had to really marinate on what my ideas were because I've been high for a week and traveling and I couldn't remember any of it so I think we're gonna let you start but um not until after this break I said to somebody yesterday um we were talking about launching a brand versus like what you can do with a small team versus like if you hire a big agency and mm -hmm. they said to me i don't know why you what why is that so time consuming like what does that take they were serious and not being a dick and mm -hmm. it took, you know i didn't want to punch him um <laughs> and i said a, a, a true like a true good launch is gonna have 50 to 70 pieces of content that go out in a week and he looked at me like i was crazy and i was like you have no idea how much you see yeah because like we Coke. say, you know, seven times, seven different ways, you know, all the touch points that need like need to be seen in order to convert a customer. Like it's mm -hmm. it's insane. It's not just one and done. No, you have to be everywhere. Yeah. I, and he I think that I mean, he was very receptive of it. He was like, damn, like and he didn't he <laughs> didn't his response wasn't no, you don't, which is like what I, you know, I mean, yeah. so that was that we've was very that. encouraging because we've heard that a lot. But um, yeah, nobody real. it's because nobody realizes how many times they do see something. Right. Right. Because it's just it's just part of what you do. It's I had this I, my favorite conversation is advertising versus marketing. You don't even know I'm doing it until I'm sitting next to you in your living room. So. That's what I, I told him that I'm like, it takes 50 to 70 of those pieces of content. You didn't even realize why you went and bought the product. Yep. So that's my. But you had strong feelings for it. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to go back to our episode? Should we? <laughs> Are we recording right now? We were actually. I did it. <laughs> you got me. Um, ideas. Yeah. It's time to hear our ideas. Okay. So I had an idea. Um that I don't, I'm sure somebody has thought of this before, but I thought it would be really cool um, as like a, a business idea to like blend different um, strains together, like in pre-rolls, like with, you know, effects that may complement each other or terpenes that complement each other. And it's kind of like a blend. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think that would be really cool. Um, I've also seen um, a lot of people putting like lavender in their joints or stuff like that. But like I've those little add-ons. Stores when we were in Ann Arbor, I think yes. they were selling like essence or something for your yes. joints. Yes. Here's what I'm going to say to you: is that yes, they have done it because how do you think they came up with like wedding cake? It had to blend two strains together. True. I guess I'm thinking more of like like grind up both strains right. and then like mix them in. In my head, that's how wedding cake was formed, was that True. the two strains got grinded up and mixed together. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe they just fell in love and cross-pollinated. <laughs> I'm not a farmer. I don't know. I don't know how that I don't know how that works. I just see a whole like lifestyle brand of like, you know, here's a here's a wedding cake and here's a sour sunset sherbet and we put these together and like this is your, you know kind of day uh, daytime unwind like pre-roll because sometimes I'll like mix different strains together too and like my grinder and just you know if something's like a super heavy sativa that I know will give me anxiety like mixing it with a little bit of um, something that has a deeper flavor profile that has like caryophylline in it and it kind of cuts that anxiety for right. me I don't know, just, I'm sure it's out there somewhere I can't be You're... the first person to think of that you're a very crafty cannabis connoisseur. Crafty as hell. I love there. it. I think that's a great idea. It's so funny because, and we've talked about this so much in like a broken record, but I just don't really switch up what I'm smoking at this time right now. I am in such, mm. I am so laser focused that like I don't really try things because, so it's hard for me to think about like, what would I combine right now? And I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got the LA Kush cake and the reason I got that was it's my favorite strain I already know what that does you know right. I've been on white gummies they're all very similar in mm -hmm. effects um but now that I've got you know I'll sit on Ellie Kush cake probably from now until 420 so yeah you can where you yeah, like will I think it's awesome to think about trying out new stuff and whatnot I'm always like I know what I like but then again I do like to try new things just because I want to taste it all. I want to know. I mean, I was like this when, you know, I was really into craft beer. Like, I just wanted to taste every single flavor that I possibly could. Like, I was just so, I don't know, interested in it. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So. I like that. Maybe. Don't don't steal my business plan, anyone. But it's, you'll see. I mean, up with some the essence <laughs> essences. I don't know. Yeah, They're like a lavender for like a bedtime joint. Like, could you like that would be so nice, right? So bougie though. You have to be. No one in Michigan would buy that. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> if I wanted, first of all, I can already in my head. I already have the lifestyle photo shoot of like what you just said of like silk pajamas, manicured nails oh, yeah. next to like this luxurious bed with like almost like the granite like nightstand see i mean yeah. great idea and this is why we work together exactly <laughs> look at this <laughs> amazing i forget what i said my idea was going to be already um it was the router thing <laughs> where you're like you needed to stop smoking but then you realize you need to smoke because you can't function without it so the whole thing was a tea break maybe i need uh yeah a tolerance break smoking too much weed whatnot because I was getting a little bit too OCD about things that's what it was and so mm. it was like maybe 
maybe when you smoke too much weed and you get a little bit too much anxiety and whatever, start thinking about taking a tolerance break. And then as I was being crazy about the sound in my ears of these headphones, I was like, or I could just take this here Humans of New York book <laughs> and block the router to all the electronics. And as soon as I did it, it went away. So it's already got tinfoil on it too, this router. So my idea of having a tea break was bullshit because I would have never come up with that idea had I not smoked. And now I don't have things in my ears making me mm. crazy. Yep. No feedback. Everything's smooth sailing. That's why you need cannabis. Um, it, it makes you a smarter person. One hundred percent. That's exactly. That is how I. When I think of cannabis, I think smarter person. If yep. they just did more cannabis, it's like those. My grandma would, would always make like comments of like, "Gotta take your smart pills." That's cannabis. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into AI and how that affects marketing. Oh, wow. And art. And art. And all of the above. And life. Robots. Robots everywhere. Was Facebook around when you went to prom? Yeah. Holy fuck, I'm old. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. I've had a Facebook for, I mean, what was that one? It was like you had to have 12 the... years ago. What was a, on this day, 15 years ago, my prom date said, well, I don't know. Were we dating at that time? I don't even know. But he's like, had fun tonight. Thanks for driving me again. And that was it. Like you would just like message each other on each other's like walls and stuff and poke each other and we had this conversation about the way I feel about the certain things and it's the way I feel about my memories that Facebook tells me. Oh God. Yeah. And it is so cringeworthy and holy fuck it is that it's that it's exactly that. That's amazing. You were in high school. So you have an excuse. Mine. <laughs> I was grown adult with a child having discussions with friends on each other's walls for everybody to see. <laughs> It's so terrible. The things we regret. I know. Um, Speaking of, you know, machines ruining our lives um, (laughs) and dictating. Algorithms. Sending us memories that we don't want to look at. um, You want to talk about AI? It's a touchy subject. It is a touchy subject. Um, Oh, look at that. We just got a message. Oh, oh, one of our friends wants to know when our merch is launching. Oh, my God. Yeah, one day. I don't have any time for that. <laughs> it's fucking 420 again. It's 420, y'all. Um, now I lost my train of thought about AI and everything. It's I am a very defensive marketer. It is one of my least favorite qualities about me. Why is that? I do think it's because I'm not sure if we've talked about this yet. I've had this realization recently that I've never really had a mentor in my job. I've always been the sole marketer somewhere. Oh. And so it good or bad, it's gotten me here, but there's times where 
because I didn't have anybody above me saying like, this is great, this is bad or help like kind of for me, mm-hmm. I get very defensive on my work because it's just always just been me. And yeah. it's like, I'm like the only child or whatever. So I'm very defensive and I'm trying to work on that because honestly, nobody cares about my work like I do. So why do I, you know, like I'm my own worst critic. So exactly. Um, so this is this type of AI to me makes is, my immediate reaction is to get very defensive because they say that this is, you know, marketing is one of the biggest places that can be impacted by AI. Yeah. And um, I have decided to be hopefully I would like to think I'm an early adopter with this. I think so. I mean, you're you're, you're taking it day by day and learning as much as you can and just seeing how it can help. Right. Um, and. I've decided to embrace it to hopefully become more efficient. Um, so, you know, I think chat, uh, GBT and, and using it for like, oh, I love the example I have on here. Um, I decided I went into this whole like deep dive one weekend and started reading how to do the prompts and how it learns. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I need to give it a name. Like, so that I can talk. I hate saying chat GBT. I hate it. And I need mm. to, because I'm like always talking to this one thing, I need to give it a name. Yeah. Like. Oh. What's the like uh, I kinda Scarlett wanna... Johansson's name in that one movie where she's like a robot? I have no idea because I kind of want to give it a cunty <laughs> name. Like that's <laughs> like, like, well, that's what. Karen. Yeah, it, it is. But it's not because Karen like two played out. But that's exactly what I'm thinking. So more Jessica. to come on that. We'll come up with a cunty name and then <laughs> that's how I'll refer to that bitch that yeah. is writing blogs and whatnot. So that's the whole thing is because love you it. love to hate it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's got to be. Yeah. She's real. See you next Tuesday. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you have to work with her because. But I love uh, her work ethic. That's the way the future is going. Um, <laughs> you don't work with AI. It's going to just run you over. Exactly. So some of the things I've done is asked it to write a blog and. I've done it numerous, like, I don't know if numerous, but I've done it a few different ways. And like, I think the first time I did it, it just said, write a blog on subject. And Mm -hmm. then after so much reading of how to communicate with, see you next Tuesday, um, (laughs) learning how to like form the it's basically giving, you know, learning how to write a prompt. And so that's what I've been doing. And now when I see that it's right, you know, I'll say write a blog, you know, on five things to do on 420. And it'll be, you know, make it X amount of words and use these keywords and it spits something out at you. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Here's my thing to that while I am using it and while people can use it. And I think that it's it can do things for teams that are small and lean. Um, you can also, you, it's not good writing. It's, this isn't yeah. quality. And I know that content is king. And I think that's what my issue is, is that people can pump out content so fast using it. And it's shit content, which will come up in my puffer pass later. Yeah, it's just adding to the noise. It's not like contributing that's the anything. That's the problem. And maybe it will get better. And so in all honesty, I use that as I put in a prompt to give me a prompt almost to then make better work. And that is where that's coming in. So 
Yeah. It spits out a blog. It has the keywords in it and whatnot. But then I'm the one that's going to go in there and optimize it and make it the company's voice. And because that's the other thing is like this is your tone of voice is your brand, mm -hmm. too. So all of a sudden a computer and that is what we're we are going to see that so much. Yeah, you're going to be like this. All Companies are going same. to lose their entire identity because they're just going to start. They're going to look at it to save money and they're just going to start shitting out AI blogs mm -hmm. and you're going to lose your voice and you're going to lose all of that. So like, yeah, it's all homogenous. Yeah. Just like, bleh. here's my other thing, though, that I don't need that the, where it's like helped me so much as trying to talk to people on your team that don't understand why you need this. And, and that's a two-way street because um, marketing and some of the questions we ask, people are like, what the fuck? Why do you need that? And they, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I get it and that's fine. So using it to like, um, and, and that's two-sided because also I can't communicate why I need it. So let me not just make it out like it's, they can't tell me what I need. I can't communicate right. why I need it. But but we were having a problem of like, we want to make a new product, right? So, and I, I'm like, well, give me, I go straight to technology when it comes to building a product. It's like, I need a product brief and I need to know what the user stories are. And I want to know all this stuff and whatnot. And to be honest with you, cannabis, while it will <laughs> go that way, if people are like, what the fuck? They want this because it tastes good and it gets them high. <laughs> right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and this is how I piss off coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> so so what do i do i go to my see you next tuesday co-worker ai and i type in give me a product brief and i prompt it appropriately and sure as shit that motherfucker gave me my kpis it gave me so like crazy. everything i needed for it and and it's so funny because it's i couldn't tell uh the team why i needed it they couldn't give me what I needed. And then this did it in a matter of 30 seconds. And now I know exactly how to build this marketing brief for a new product. That's amazing. It's like, it's just, oh, obviously it's crawling the web for this information, but it's just gathering all the information that you need, but you still need to like synthesize that you need to like, right. Again, like you said, find your brand voice and like find how it fits into our story, but it's such a great jumping off point. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I just fear for content writers everywhere. <laughs> it's also interesting because like it's, it is, it's this whole crawling. It's in, in how, I don't know, it's a wild thing, but at the same time, it's like, I, I, I I'm normally so defensive about this stuff and I've decided like, it's not going to go away. And if mm -hmm. I do resist it, it will cut me out. <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> I'll suggest basically. Um, so, you know, I think that there's a place for it. I can already, you can already see though the shit that's happened. Like it's their shit. Yeah. I mean, I was just reading an article the other day that like it had great information about it. It was a cannabis article and I'm just scrolling through and I'm like, oh, these images look weird. Sure enough, they're AI generated images. And I showed it to you, remember? And you're like, like, the fingers. You just kind of scroll through and you see it and you're like, oh, this looks like any other tech illustration. Like, you know, like the, um, there was a Twitter account that was like dedicated to like flat people illustration and how like every tech company was using that like same kind. And it was kind of in that vein, but like the closer you looked, like the eyeball was like up on the forehead and there's like six fingers and it's like, 
wait a second right what is this oh it's ai generated okay that makes sense like it's it's not i do fear for the fact that um marketing is always a budget that gets cut first when there's time of slowness and you know people need money which is wild because you need marketing to make money but um (laughs) it's a marketing such an undervalued element to a business usually and um this is going to be the fastest way of how to cut that fat even more yeah and um it'll be interesting and I I do think it'll be a couple years and you're gonna see brand voices just tank Mm -hmm. because and then it'll be great and and here's my positive side and my hopes for it is it will (laughs) bleed out all of the shit companies that didn't have enough like didn't want to care about their people enough and didn't want that and the people that will survive will be the people that you know let's still humans behind the word exactly Wow, that was very philosophical a little bit, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. But that's where I'm at. Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) I, where did I, oh, this is a, this is a shout out to the First Degree podcast. Um, But on their episode this week, they were talking about how um, there's like this 24-hour loop of Seinfeld. Like an AI bot has created a 24-hour like animated Seinfeld. Okay. And it's become sentient. And now it's like everything that it's talking about is like, why are we here? What are we here for? Like, and then what? Yeah. It's, it's kind of wild. It's on YouTube. Like you can watch it. Um, My husband was watching it recently and like, I, I respect the hell out of Larry David, but sometimes his, his comedy style, I'm like, okay, <laughs> right. I get it. Agreed. I get it. And this, AI generated Seinfeld was like just on another level of annoying, mm-hmm. but um, it was some of it was pretty funny. But I guess now it's sentient and it's like questioning life and everything. And then and then it was funny on the first degree. Jack was like, um, like what if what if we are like an AI bot and now like you know we are um, questioning our our identities and who we are and what we're doing here and what does any does anything matter oh my gosh it's just a bunch of firsties being bots (laughs) i was like oh my god (laughs) holy shit that's sometimes then i have to go you've been smoking too much 30 percent weed (laughs) (laughs) uh hey the first degree if you ever want to smoke with us call us yeah we love it we're firsties for life yep (laughs) that's wild i did not know about that that freaks me out yeah my son told me a story he and his buddy did a race to see who like how it would discover who they were the first basically oh my god that scares the shit out of me and that's part of this whole thing of like this is just going to be put in the hands of young people without fully developed minds that will just be turned to mush by an AI bot. And that's like super depressing, but it is depressing. God yeah. Damn. I mean, it can, that's the, like you want it to be used. There is value in it and you want it to be used for good things. And I'm trying to be positive about it. And then I start, then I realize I did smoke too much weed. So that's very depressing. <laughs> Are we the bots? <laughs> 
Yes. A hundred percent. That is how I feel right now. I am a bot. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just have to churn out banners like I am a bot. Right. Um, speaking of graphic design. Right. AI is kind of scary for uh, someone like me who yes. makes their living <laughs> off of, you know, what all these image generators and stuff is is getting really good at. You know, like I even saw one the other day where you can feed it uh, any selfie of like your team. Like if you're a remote team, a virtual team that like never actually works in the same office together, mm-hmm. you feed it selfies and it'll spit out these, you know, homogenous uh, AI portraits using your face that are like in a business casual setting. Like, and you can see the office in the background and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, what? that really sucks for the photographer <laughs> that could have <laughs> made some money off of that. Right. <laughs> Tell me more about this lifestyle shoot we need to do (laughs) right and then i was like "Hmm, this is interesting i kind of want to try this um but then again like uh you're just feeding it your face you're just feeding the beast more right um and i kind of have you know a bit of an ethical and moral dilemma with all of this um they so they specifically image generators um which can be really fun like you know you can feed it a prompt of like oh show me a corgi with like a baseball hat like driving a bus or something like that's that's fun and cute whatever um but these image generators are they're training on images and information that they don't have the rights to use 100 percent. it's just crawling the web it's grabbing whatever um do you remember recently when there was that app um, where you can get like an AI portrait done. Everybody was doing it on right. you know Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's wild to me that like you had to pay $7 for that. Like people were going in, giving all their personal information to this app, feeding it a bunch of images of their face and then paying $7 for it for to it. collect all of your info. And it's like, you can see in the, in the end result photos, you can see like the mangled remains of like the artist's signatures from like all of like the like because this was crawling like deviant art and like you know threadless even like those kind of sites where artists are uploading stuff oh my gosh and it's like why don't you just pay someone on etsy seven dollars to do a portrait of your face like this it just is like such an ethical it's because it's an immediate gratification this is exactly the whole thing about it it's terrible and i've quite honestly what you just said that didn't it's never even entered my mind of why wouldn't you just pay somebody on Etsy seven dollars to do it? But yeah, amazing love that that's where your head goes. But yeah, the fact that it is a immediate I'm scrolling Facebook, see this thing, and I can immediately get it. That's where that, that just mm-hmm. completely the disconnect. Also, your complete disconnect from society. <laughs> Just and the in fact you're just giving all your personal info, like I'm gonna get yeah all my information, bunch of photos of my face, sure, and sure. Da, 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 my credit card. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The fuck is wrong with these people? Like this is, I mean, it's it's getting a little bit out of control. Um, and like jumping off of that, my friend sent me recently this article from NPR where. There's a class action lawsuit um, against a handful of image generation image generators like Midjourney, stuff like that, because they are again, like I said, crawling um, artists' pages, and they are creating you know derivative works. They're appropriating images um, that they don't have consent to use. So, and so really quick, I 
I don't know what an image generator is. So Ooh, okay, go go online right now and look search for doll D A L L E. Dolly is a super popular one. Sound. Say that again. <laughs> Dolly. D-A-L-L-E. Yeah, Dolly too. Okay. I think they're on two now. I don't know. But that's a free, free. Mm-hmm. It's open AI. You can go in there and you can just like you do with chat GPT, you can give it a prompt. Okay. And you kind of know, like with G- chat GPT, you kind of have to know what to tell it. Got it. Um, But you can like... Like, for example, I did recently, like when I was messing around with it, because I actually um, talked recently, and we'll link it. Um, I talked recently with a um, accessibility company about, you know, the future of AI and how this is affecting artists. And I was I had never used it before. And I was like, OK, I have to try this at least. And now. Right. And so I was, you know, feeding it like, you know. Uh, like I said earlier, like a, a dog in a baseball hat playing first base and like, you know, trippy portrait of such and such and such. And like, I think, you know, it's a good, like you use a chat GPT, it's a good jumping off point. Like if you want to make a mock-up or, you know, you need to show a client something. I've seen some cool stuff on Twitter where um, this one designer, um, sports designer, they wanted to create a poster that was a March Madness, like have like some shamrocks covering a basketball and they just couldn't figure out how that would look in their head. So then they, um, and sorry, I'm forgetting who it was. I will credit you later, hopefully, (laughs) um, if I can find it. But they use that as like a jumping off point. They're like, oh, this is a mock-up that I can look at and use to like then create my own version of that image. Right. Um, But, you know... Are people using it responsibly? Absolutely not. No, they're not at all. Um, there's like AI porn now. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's out of control. Um, I thought, so there's another artist. His name is Jason Levine. He's worked at Adobe for a long time. Um, I think he still does. I saw him speak at Adobe Max a few years ago. Um, but he posted recently on Twitter about um, David Guetta was using AI to create a song with Eminem rapping but it wasn't like it was never a song that Eminem wrote um and his tweet was like you can't blame David it's it's out there like anyone can do it and it's pretty amazing but you know he's like I'm not a fan of AI generated anything um but no one creating you know insert AI tech here said let's not do this so here we are Uh, maybe it'll make human created efforts just that much more valuable so that's exactly right I mean we can I mean, we can talk about uh, Delta Eight and finding loopholes, and now here we are with that or um, this whole AI thing. Even Facebook, it started off as a way to chat with your friends in college, mm-hmm. and now it's overthrowing governments. And, uh-huh. You know, <laughs> right? That's a, that's what I mean. Like, where where are we going with? I love that you know quote though. It'll make the human efforts better, which kind of goes back to like Facebook and stuff. Is it good that I can keep up with people from that I haven't seen for 20 years and there's a way for me to see their kids or whatever yeah. on Facebook? Do I enjoy that? I do. That's that's great. But holy shit, I have done that and and I like over the past year of coming off of like a cancer diagnosis, I hadn't talked to a couple of my friends in a long time just because of life. 
and then getting to meet up with everybody again. You think that Facebook is enough until you then meet up with your friends. And that's exactly what AI is, is that you think AI is enough until you realize we're so far down the road, we've lost our voice. Oh my God, you're so right. You hit the nail on the head. Like it's, you know, we're humans. We Mm. crave talking to other humans, Mm -hmm. being around other humans, like nothing can. As much as I said, literally when I walked in this house today, (laughs) I'm so sick of people. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally have a sticker on my water bottle that says plants, not people. Right. It's hilarious for us to say that because of what we do for a living. We love to, we do right. love communicating. Love and the love, customer journey. We love the customer journey. I love, <laughs> I love the buyer persona. <laughs> I mean, we, like you said earlier, we have to learn how to work with it and use it to our advantage. Otherwise we're just going to get left behind. We're going to left in the dust. Um, you just got to keep growing. That's what's so fascinating about, you know, marketing is there's no one clear way to do something. It's always evolving. I will say, and this is part of, this is a great example of me trying to do this early adoption of marketing and in a very small scale. Thank God, because I do work for a small, can you, like, I can't imagine being in a big corporate company and being directed to do this. Yeah. I have a, an opportunity to explore this, Yep. to make my small startup company I work for more efficient. That's, that's a different conversation. Um, and it's not by letting anybody go by any means, you know, but, um, I think in a corporate, I feel that way. But what I will say is this is where I've come in my journey, almost of a marketer. When programmatic started, nobody could tell you what it was. Nobody Mm -hmm. understood it. I knew what it was. I hated it. I said, I would never do it. I feel like big brother, blah, 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 whatever. Now we're like geofence the shit out of everything. We are. And <laughs> now, and part of it because it's being a responsible consumer. Every nobody wants to take re- self-responsibility for what they're doing online or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shut down if you don't want to be tracked, fucking shut down your phone. Yeah, but take out the cookies. Every other asshole I know that is 20 is sharing their location with 85 of their 8,500 of their closest friends on Snapchat, like, mm-hmm. we're close to anything. Yeah, you've already opened that. Just be responsible. And that's be responsible with AI, be responsible, you know, just have a moral code. Right. Okay, uh, that is my TED Talk. <laughs> that is your TED Talk. Also, like, uh, again, smoke some weed. Like, if you, you know, just if you're feeling kind of evil, you're playing Speaking around of. with... <laughs> You're playing around with chat GPT. You're starting to feel like a villain, like an evil villain that could take over the world. Just smoke a joint and you'll be like, all right, maybe I should use this for good. <laughs> right. Use it for good. And I do believe that AI, you know, can make a good starting point, like I said. Um, and I think it'd be really cool if there was um, an image generator that worked solely off of open source images. Like you could submit stuff to it um, and you know, it's all open source. Like that's amazing. That's a that great idea. I would wholeheartedly support that. But the fact that there's nothing like that or, you know, anyone feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, if there is. Um, but I'm thinking, you know, unsplash like that, mm-hmm. the photo site, it's all, you know, 
you know, free to license, like open source imagery. I use it all the time. They have a great cannabis section on there. If you're ever looking for stock photography for your I cannabis love the brand, fact there's brands that use it to upload their photos. It's very responsible. We, we grab, exactly. grab all the time. It's grab. I think Kiva is on there too. Like, but could you imagine like that, um, Unsplash is powerful. They had, um, their own like image generator. You could feed it a prompt and you'd be like, hey, I want a picture of someone smoking a vape at a fish concert um, at dusk or whatever. And Mm -hmm. then it could generate that. That would be fucking cool. That would be amazing. Unsplash, do it. Yeah. I've given out a lot of free advice this episode. I know you have. Unsplash would make – because I would even go as far as like you could gate something like that because it's – once again, it's doing good. You're – you're going to pay uh, more money for I would for a company that is, you know, not stealing everybody's work, but yeah, I would pay a premium for that rather than, which I know chat or whatever AI, that's the whole like thing is for it to be free. But I mean, fuck for $7. Let's just go with that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would totally, I mean, Adobe stock is like, I don't know, like but $200 a day. <laughs> It's not that, but right. it's really expensive. I know. Right. But yeah, if Unsplash were to do something like that, I, I it would be awesome. I would love to see that. And um, yeah. Interesting. I, tell us your thoughts. Comment on our Instagram. Send us an email. You know, send us a carrier pigeon. How do you feel about AI? Are you AI? Are you a bot? I mean, show me have, your hands. <laughs> we have, <laughs> What if we had like, because we had like what twenty one listeners on our last episode? What if they're all bots? They're like not real people. Yeah, We're just talking to bots this whole time. I, th- I thought you said twenty one hundred. That's what you meant, right? Point. We had twenty one hundred people listen. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. We're super popular. Yeah. Whatever it takes, multiply it. Yeah. <laughs> Think until you make it, baby. Right. Jeremy was flashing red. Oh, where is the AI that can create a podcast tool where you can record longer than a half an hour? <laughs> they have it. Oh. It's not a free podcasting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, if all of our twenty one hundred listeners could, you know, <laughs> support us on Patreon or something. We don't have a Patreon. I was gonna say, on what Patreon? Yeah. Well, maybe one day. Yep. All right. Well With all of our free time. <laughs> It's time for our last segment, Puff or Pass, and we're going to battle it out to determine uh, what cannabis trends are in and which ones are out. So what are we lighting up this week? Oh my god. It is fucking hate it so much. <laughs> what do you fucking hate? <laughs> <laughs> Clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. This this entire puffer pass has actually evolved because <laughs> it started as one thing and then just more of the similar same things kept pissing me off throughout the week and I'm like it started as fake webinars as sales pitches. Yep. Which really I bought into because it was clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> Along with whatever fucking 2023-420 cannabis marking plan you should have that tells me nothing 
Yeah, we're very, we're very intentional here over the Devil's Lettuce Ladies that um, we're not trying to gatekeep any information, and we want to give you guys, um, you know, actionable takeaways. And because we're so sick of getting, you know, these clickbait emails that are trying to sign us up for webinars or some PDF download and gated content that gives you absolutely no actionable information. It's just a sales pitch. Yes. It's a sales pitch that like that you have to take because we are in an industry that is so hard to your we have very lean teams that we're working with. Mm-hmm. We have to it it's every single day there could be a law that has changed or a new regulation that has happened. Yeah. We have very few channels of which we can go by. So how do you become the loudest person on a very small channel? Yeah. Or I mean small as in the amount of them but a channel that is so fucking big uh that's also elite like they don't let you facebook or whatever you know yeah social media anyway pain in my ass i'm fucking sick of it yep and i've just started reporting it so just know that if you send me an email to tell me that i don't rank high enough on google (laughs) i hit report as junk or fishing or whatever every single time because it pisses me off like i'm so sick of this i this is why i went away from linkedin for a while and now i have this love of linkedin for um cannabis because that's the only place i'm getting actionable information i still get a ton of sales pitches in my inbox and, and linkedin and i just delete them i'm like i no like this is not how you start a conversation with me (laughs) i still get those that i'm just used to on linkedin so it's like that part i've blocked out yeah but i do feel like there are i have gathered insights from um individuals that will ask a question or pose a statement that you get info out of these threads it's i'm not getting i'm not really getting a whole lot of um reports and stuff except i have been getting a lot from content what have i been it's not even cannabis it was like the seo something or another i've been following them anyways i I... it's so obvious if you are making a sales pitch try to look like you're giving advice or you're you know it's just so obvious and it's frustrating and i think we see a lot of it in the cannabis industry and i think it's just because a new industry is going to take time to find its feet and find what works. And- There's so many companies out there that are trying to get started as a well, a cannabis marketing agency. They have to do this right now because they're trying to – It's the market is flooded as yeah. these people are getting established. Yeah. I, once again, going back to my moral co- – I don't – I don't want you to give me your email for me to sell you on something. I want you to come to my website and give me your email because you want to hear from me. That's it. Right. I have valuable information to give or say or whatnot, and I will do that. But we talk about this. There's partnerships and there's vendors. And to me, when I'm being sold, as soon as I start being sold, I've already decided you are a vendor. You're not a partner. Right. You don't really care about the relationship. You're just in it to make a quick buck. Yep. 
I don't do that. Well, I also have a bone to pick with uh, some clickbaity ads on Twitter. <sighs> so no one in the actual cannabis industry seems to be getting through with any of these Twitter ads. I know. This is my update on the paid ad situation. Um, that feels like it's going nowhere. It's absolutely nowhere. It was hype for a minute. And now it's gone. It means nothing. It's like only giant MSOs are getting ads through. No one knows what the approval process is. You have to spend a ton of money to make any sort of return. You can't trust the analytics. Um, And then the other day I'm scrolling through Twitter and I get this ad (laughs) from a brand called IndaCloud. And um, on the ad, they're talking about... um, you know, free shipping for THC, THC delivered to your door, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And so I click on this ad and this company is a Delta 8 company. Mm-hmm. And they're saying on their ad that they're selling THC. So um, regular cannabis companies cannot get through just a branded ad on right. Twitter. But this fucking Delta 8 company is allowed to get their ads through and they are lying and saying that they're selling Delta 9. I commented on their post and I was like, why are you saying that you're selling um, Delta 9 THC and shipping it all across the country? Um, their website says that they use federally legal hemp. <laughs> I'm like, why are you saying this when it's Delta 8? And they're like, we sell uh, Delta 9 too, smiley face. I'm just like, this, do not buy your weed from an ad like that on Twitter. Like, right. and I realize this saying this as a cannabis marketer, but like do some research and be careful because that is some scary clickbait. And like, again, like we talked about in our last episode, this company had no education on their website. They had no COAs. They had, um, it was confusing as hell mm-hmm. what they're trying to offer right don't buy into that i mean it's we're on like this whole rant about it because we're so used to it and it's the same thing of how it's how people would buy diet pills on the internet oh my god exactly it's there's such a need for immediacy that nobody reads and that nobody reads shit they they it's they get an advertisement and they move forward with it difference between marketing and advertising i will say it again it's in your face you Mm -hmm. don't know what to do you feel rushed you make a purchase because there's probably also a clock ticking down on you before the offer goes away i bet yeah i'm (laughs) sure and then they're like you don't do any of the research you just purchase it it's terrible and scum absolute scum yeah and thanks into cloud um because you're taking the cannabis industry a step i don't know three steps backwards let's say like with your sketchy mail order synthetic weed Right. It's ridiculous and it's fucking us all over. And I'm just going to start being louder about it. Like, I, you know me, I'm not a person who likes confrontation, but you know. But you really like justice. I love justice. And it just really sucks. Like, this is something I'm very passionate about. And I'm fucking tired of seeing this. And Twitter, oh, God, I'm on my last straw with Twitter. Like, it's so frustrating. Like, I, I know I need to be there and I need to maintain a presence, but it is a garbage fire. Yeah. It Absolute is a garbage, garbage fire. fire. That's a big bummer. Yeah. Fucking clickbait. I know. I, I, it's one of the things I, 
have never been great at. I mean, my subject lines and all that, and I know that you have to be an attention getter, but like I said, I, I want loyalty and brand loyalty and, and you'll, it's a, that it's a voice. It's not clickbait. It is a voice that is talking to you. Yep. And that is why you click on it. And, and is this your trusted brand you go to who's having a good whatever day, a double point day. So you click it open or you do whatever, or did they say something that was, you know, too good to be true. Yeah. By the way, I'm here to tell you that 20 for a hundred babe carts is too good to be true. <laughs> so don't click on that. Don't, <laughs> don't buy that. Or you are just, your lungs are going to chemical shit storm just, as they say. Right. Yeah. I feel like we need to end this on a positive oh note. Oh my God, please. We've is done we, this a few times today. Yeah, We've really been like on a roller coaster. Bitching. It's been a roller coaster day. <laughs> This is welcome. I'm I'm done with this goddamn road trip. You can tell I needed to have some real conversation. <laughs> like sitting down in a comfortable area, not going, 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 going. I had great conversations, but right. you know what I mean? Like, whew. yeah, just uh, who, who, who? We're ending it. Yeah. Well, you know, happy 420, everybody. Um, we're really excited to be doing this. Um, this is something that, you know, like we talked about in the beginning that we've been pondering on for, I think, you know, well, it's like it says on the website, just a year's worth of road trips that deciding that (laughs) why are we the only two that get this useful information? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We just want to build a community of, you know, like-minded people. And like I said, not gatekeep information, but help each other out and, you know, just have fun with it because shit's bleak. We got to end of the day, it light. You guys. It's just weed. It's just weed. We're just we're just slinging weed. We are. Yeah, that's it. It's super fun. Anyways, so on that note, thanks for listening and hanging out with us. If you like what you heard today, will you please tell a friend and rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon? Also, follow us on Instagram at the Devil's Lettuce Ladies on twitter at at lettuce ladies or i'm like reading lettuce ladies i see heads i keep thinking lettuce heads it was a mess <laughs> hey I couldn't you do lettuce it. heads hey you lettuce heads follow us on twitter at lettuce ladies or go over to our brand new website at the devil's lettuce ladies.com yes full transcripts of our episodes coming soon you're giving me there now i got two weeks oh (laughs) we'll do it um so if you like if you like weed and you like to read um (laughs) that's your jam until next time flower to the people and smoke the patriarchy